Perikid Aleph, Mishnah Aleph, this parak returns to the topic of the Malacha of Hotzah. We're by now familiar that the classic way to violate the Malacha of Hotzah is to pick up an object on Shabbos that was arrested in Rishos HaYachid, carry that outside into Rishos HaRabim, and set the object down in the Rishos HaRabim. The Malacha will be equally violated if you picked up an object in Rishos HaRabim and brought that to rest in Rishos HaYachid. In addition, if a person picked up an object in Rishos HaRabim, and set it down at least four amos away within the Rishas Rabbim, he would be liable for Hotzah in that case as well. Now all of the Malachas are derived from activities that were done in the Mishkan. The Malach of Hotzah will be performed at the time of the Mishkan when transporting the boards of the Mishkan from the wagons, which had a status of Rishas Yachid, onto the Midbar floor, which is Rishas Rabbim, and vice versa from the Midbar floor, Back onto the wagons that's going from Rishos Rabbim to Rishos Hayachet. So the Av Malacha then is the act of picking up an object from one Rishos or another and walking that to a different Rishos and putting it down there. Our Mishnah teaches Hazorek Mirishos Hayachet Rishos Harabim or Mirishos Harabim Rishos Hayachet. Even if one threw some object from either Rishos Hayachet or Rishos Harabim or vice versa. He would be liable for that as well. That would be a tolda of the Malach of because fundamentally it's the same thing. In the end, the person took an object that started out belonging to one Rishos and he made it belong to a different Rishos. So he did accomplish the core thing that Otsa accomplishes and therefore that's liable as a tolda of this Malacha. Mishnah then discusses. A person who threw something from one private domain to another with the Rishos HaRabim intervening. So, say his house is on one side of the street, which is the Rishos HaRabim, and he threw it to Rishos HaYachet, to a house on the other side. So, ostensibly, this should not be any Malach since he didn't bring the object to a different type of Rishos. Yet the Mishnah presents an opinion here of Rabbi Akiva Mechaev. Mishnah says Rabbi Akiva holds the person liable even in this case. So this, of course, requires explanation. Why should the person be liable? The answer is that Rabbi Akiva subscribes to a concept called Kluta Kamisha Hun Chadamya. That is to say that an object is halachically deemed to be at rest in a domain just by virtue of the fact that it entered that domain's airspace. This really is a totally new perspective on the malacha. Until now, we have been working with the notion that an object is at rest in a domain if it's literally at rest in the domain. It's not moving, it's sitting on some surface in the relevant domain. Rabbi Kiva says no. Once the object enters the airspace of the domain, it is halachically deemed to belong to that domain as if it physically came to rest in that domain. An important qualification, when we consider some street, a bustling thoroughfare, which of course is the Rishos Rabim. however, the halachic airspace of Rishos Rabim only extends for just 10 tfachim above the ground. Once you're above 10 tfachim from the ground of Rishos Rabim, you're in what we call Mokum Petur. It's like a no-man's land, it's a non-Rishos, and even according to Rabbi Akiva, the fact that the projectile flew through that space will be of no consequence, will not make the person liable, for it did not belong to Rishos Harabim at any point. 
That's Rabbi Akiva's opinion applies specifically where he threw the projectile in such a way that it went below ten tefachim in the Rosh Rabbim. Consequently, we say what actually happened here was the person took this object that belonged to Rosh Hashayachid and made it belong to Rosh Rabbim, which is a malacha vodsa, so he's liable. Again, even if the object flew at high velocity through the Rosh Rabbim, the key vaults, it doesn't matter since it was in the airspace of the Rosh Rabbim, it halachically belonged to that domain, therefore the person did commit an act of hotza. However, the Chachamim Potrin, the Chachamim exempt the person from any no biblical liability, at least, because they do not agree with this notion of Kluta Kamisha rather in their abundance view. Hanacha means a Hanacha. The only way we could say that an object who truly was made to belong to a given domain is if it actually physically came to rest on a proper surface in that domain. Therefore, in our case, the object started out as a resting Rosh and ended up resting in a different Rosh and at no point was deemed to be resting in Rosh Rabbim. He's not biblically liable. He didn't commit an act of Otsah.